Hi everybody, it's Tess from The Inspired Body and today is day 52 of the confinement, the confinement in uh, Paris, France. And we're awaiting the 4 p.m. afternoon hour to find out what the next steps are for the uh, deconfinement process. Uh, it's my feeling that we're probably in what they're going to term as a, as a red flag or a red zone uh, because we're in central Paris and um, contamination rates for the COVID-19, the coronavirus, are still pretty high. Um, other uh, departments in France will be opening up. They're going to have a green light. And it's my understanding on, I believe it's the 52nd day into our eighth week of confinement. Um, it's a little bit unclear, uh, but it's my understanding that um, shops are gonna be open as of tomorrow, or at least as of the 11th of May, which was the, the first possibility date that we were given. It's not quite business as usual. Uh, it's a bit sad in Paris, the uh, restaurants and hotels will remain closed so the usual cafe vibe in beautiful Paris is just not happening right now um, and as far as walking tours <laughs> well, that's been really curtailed for me as of late uh, my prediction actually did come to pass uh, there were further restrictions on being able to go outside for personal sport to take a walk and uh, go to the grocery store, we've been, for the most part, pretty close to home. Uh, we're not allowed more than a kilometer away from our home address, and um, we carry our attestation paper, a uh, legally signed document to say what we're doing out when we're out, and it, it's either going to be um, grocery shopping for essentials, going to the pharmacy for medicine, uh, going to the doctor, if that's necessary and personal sport in Paris according to the mayor of Paris was even further restricted so our uh, up to one hour a day of being able to go outside for personal sport was limited to before 10 a.m. and after 7 p.m. in the evening and I'm not really sure what the thinking was um, with regard to that, uh, I did hear some thoughts that it was to protect the older population who might be out shopping during the day or going to doctor's appointments or pharmacy. Um, I heard a few other things, you know, it's, it's all rumors <laughs> at this point. There's been a lot of um, uh, lack of clarity for me anyway uh, to understand what we can and can't do. Um, but it just didn't seem to make sense that we would have everyone going out before 10 or after 7 p.m. with a higher concentration of people out for a walk or a run. 
Um, so again, I'm not really sure what the thinking is, but I am very much looking forward to being able to go out and walk uh, in my favorite city and a little bit more than one kilometer away from home. Uh, we're looking at the possibility of opening up to being able to travel within 100 kilometers, which is, I think, about roughly, roughly 60 miles um, from our home address. It won't get us very far for a holiday, but if you need a little escape from the city, it'll do. Um, so we're waiting for that four o'clock hour. Since my walking has really been limited, um, today I uh, walked up to um, the top of my building uh, and was happy to find that the, uh, the fire door to the rooftop was open. So today I'm speaking to you from on top of the 16th floor and I have an excellent bird's eye view and my walk is round and round on top of my rooftop today. So at one side of my building I'm looking across the Seine and Ile de Signe which is one of the other little islands in the in the center of the the river and I can see the um, small-scale Statue of Liberty and I can look across uh, the river I can see uh, the commercial center La Defense I have a beautiful view of um, Pont-Bir-Hakem and uh, beyond that uh, the Trocadero uh, I can see the new Palais de Justice and of course Tour Eiffel um, if the sun were on the other side uh, we're a different time of the day. I think I'd be in the shadow of the tower, in fact. And as I continue around my roof in the distance, not too far, in fact, um, I see the Pantheon. And beyond that, um, I can see both uh, the towers of uh, the Church of San Sulpice, which happens to be where Charming and I got married. And I can also see the two towers of Notre Dame, which uh, thankfully are still standing a year later. Um, lots of other things in the distance as well, Tour Montparnasse, and um, you know, I can, I can see <laughs> most of the arrondissements, at least at a distance in Paris from this view. It's, it's pretty great. It's a beautiful, beautiful warm spring day. The sun is shining and um, so happy um, to have found the door open for this little escape today as I wait for that four o'clock hour to find out what's going to happen. So lots has happened in uh, the confinement conditions for me. Um, I've been able to uh, create uh, a real online community, which is something I've wanted to do for a long time, uh, surrounded around um, my teaching of the Pilates method and my artistic endeavors as a dancer. Also, my philosophies connected to my yoga practice and um, just a nice way also to share uh, my thoughts about, you know, healthy, vegetarian, sustainable ways of eating. So sharing recipes that way. And I've been able to connect with many people that I've lost touch with since my move to France. So that really has been one of the silver linings for me. I'm so happy to be welcoming communication with so many people back into my life. I've really enjoyed that. And um, using this time 
to, to structure an online platform for all the things that I do. Uh, for example, maybe this is how you found your way to the podcast today and ways for me to continue teaching my clients when I can't be in the same room with them. So I'm becoming more and more adept at, uh, at video conferencing and online teaching. And the interesting part of that for me, and maybe for my clients too, is it's given them a new level of awareness, of autonomy, and responsibility for uh, their own bodies. You know, certainly guided by me still, with corrections that I can see visually. Um, but it, it does require them to really tune in to listening and not just uh, trying to see things on a two-dimensional flat video screen, but really be in their own bodies with the help of my corrections and, uh, and the exercises that I propose. So that's been an interesting aspect of this period. <laughs> I'm at a loss today. I think I'm just happy to be in the sun and... Um, feeling a little bit of cabin fever these seven and a half weeks um, of not seeing a lot of people in person. I'm also wondering what is it going to feel like uh, to be released back into the world, if you will. Um, I'll be honest and say I have a little bit of apprehension surrounding that. You know, no one really knows for sure what's going to happen uh, when we all go back out into the world. If we'll see a spike in um, in coronavirus cases again, as we've seen in other countries, uh, and and what's teaching going to be like? Um, I think that personally, I'm going to wait a little bit longer after the deconfinement to accept clients physically back into my space. I I want to wait um, that two week incubation period to just see where we're at to see if those cases are still declining. Um, and I'm, I'm wondering about uh, some of the suggestions, you know, uh, continuing to wear masks and uh, hand washing always. That's never going to be a bad thing. It's something we should be doing anyway. Um, but I'm wondering about practicing Pilates with a mask on because breathing is such an important part of the method, right? Coordinating your breath with your movement and um you know, in specific exercises, a percussive breathing pattern, it's going to be a little uncomfortable uh, with a mask over your face. So I'm thinking ahead to what that's going to be like and wondering if people are going to be amenable to being compliant with those suggestions or if they're going to be resistant. Um, in which case, I, you know, until that's not the suggestion, uh, I'm going to have to insist uh, or we continue by video conferencing, which is also okay. Um, it's kind of opened things up a little bit and maybe makes uh, frequency a little bit easier for people. Um, if you can't make it to the studio or you live far away um, and you can't make it at all, <laughs> uh, video conferencing might be the only way. So, um, so we're going to continue doing that. Um, in addition to teaching uh, my regular weekly mat classes uh, and, and um, continuing with some private clients online also, I uh, took a, a leap and wanted to be part of the solution for easing some of the anxiety 
around the confinement conditions. I know a lot of people, um, you know, had become depressed and uh, were feeling super anxious about the fears about the virus, but also the social distancing and not having contact with other people. So in an effort to ease that a little bit, um, I started offering a free online mat class, a Pilates-based class, a shorter than, than what I would normally teach, about a 30 or a 40-minute class that uh, included some traditional Pilates exercises, but also was very much focused on, um, you know, deepening uh, respiration and releasing tension and, um, you know, helping people be a little bit less stressed out, a little bit less anxious, a little bit more grounded in their physical bodies, in their core. Um, and I know for me, when I feel physically grounded, it's a little easier to feel emotionally grounded. And from the feedback I was receiving from these classes, um, a lot of other people feel that way too. So it's been my privilege to be of service in that way um, to my community here in Paris. And um, a wonderful collateral benefit is that now I have clients taking a mat class together internationally. I have um, people from Australia and uh, people from Northern Ireland and uh, a few brave souls from the United States who are willing to navigate the time difference. And they're taking class online together. And the platform I'm using actually allows them to see each other as well as me. And at the end of every class, I take a minute just to say hello. Um, you know, if it's a real big class, people don't get a lot of individual corrections or attention. I'm providing lots of suggestions for modification and varying the level or augmentations to make things a little bit more challenging for my more advanced students. But my favorite part really is at the end when I take the mute button off for everyone and everyone just says hello. And we talk a little bit about how we're managing uh, the social distancing and the confinement and what people have discovered, what they found the most challenging. Uh, and just, you know, many people have said it just felt really good to connect with other people at the end of the week. We do it on a, a Friday morning. And um, that's, that's been, well, that's just been great. I, I don't know what else I can say about it. It um, was something I felt compelled to do because I don't like sitting around doing nothing. And I always look for ways to help myself feel better. So I thought I could offer that out to other people. So um, I'm delighted that um, after the deconfinement, people are saying they want to continue on building this amazing community um, that's sort of centered around the Pilates practice. But, um, you know, I found through my teaching over the years that people come together for maybe one reason, maybe it's a Pilates class. And when they make deeper connections, that spills over into other areas in their lives. And um, truly, it's been one of the greatest joys of my teaching to be a hub for people to connect and see 
great lifelong deep friendships develop out of that outside of the Pilates studio so um, that's another collateral aspect that's been pretty terrific for me honestly uh, I can't walk very far today I can't regale you with tales of the gardens that I miss so so much and the streets and the sounds and the music and the smells and the delicious things to eat I can only walk in circles on my rooftop today in the sunshine. Um, but that gives you a, a little bit of an idea of what I've been up to this eight weeks of confinement. I am very much itching to get back out into my city so that I can share it with you. It's such a rich and inspiring and amazing place to be living. And I feel so privileged uh, to be able to call Paris, France my home. Um, so for now, uh, in this period of confinement, at whatever stage of those regulations you are at, um, I hope that you're staying sane, staying safe and healthy, and that maybe this podcast helped lighten your day just a little bit. I look forward to... Um, offering a little bit more in the future when we're out and about again so we hopefully will be talking to you soon signing off from paris france